Give it up for the Bernardis tonight. Give them a big show. All right, so hey, we're going to pray real quick to open us up, and then we'll get it going. Dear Lord, we just humbly um, come before you now and um, just hope that you can soften everyone's hearts in the room and that um, the only words that we will speak will be of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, so we're excited to be here. Obviously, it's like an honor to come in, and I think it's important uh, like for the males in here to like see me in another light. Um, so we're here to serve if I don't know you. Um, we'd love to meet you if I know you. Some of y'all probably don't like me as much. Some of y'all like me. I don't know. Um, but it's an honor. No, we're here to serve y'all. That's why God put us here at Berman. Um, we're blessed to have great athletes, um, and we're blessed to be here. So we're going to get this going um, kind of like this. It's kind of hard to see, but it's going to be interactive, and um, just for like two seconds, I promise. Um, and if like you're one of the female athletes here, you know that I don't ask rhetorical questions. I really actually want an answer. Um, so in this case, it's going to be just raise your hand, okay? So um, raise your hand if you've been to a zoo and seen a lion, like kind of this is a caged lion. You've seen one in that, in that setting, right? Okay, so pretty much everyone. If not, you are missing out because they are phenomenal animals. But um, now raise your hand if you've been like on an African safari or something along those lines and seen one more like in a distance but like in the wilderness. A few hands, like five to ten or so, right? Okay. Um, now raise your hand if you have been like face to face with a lion with no glass or cage or fence or anything in between. It's just like you in the wild with a lion. Nobody. Nobody. Um, so what I'm gonna do? Thank God, because you probably would be here. Um, what I'm gonna do is out of this book, um, and Coach Bernard will probably expand on it a little bit. But I'm gonna read. Um, a passage kind of out of it, um, out of Second Samuel, uh, a story, two verses, um, of a guy that came face to face with a lion and how he handled the situation. Um, so it's actually Second um, Samuel 23, uh, verses 21 and 22. There was also Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, a valiant warrior from Kabzeel. He did many heroic deeds, which included killing two of Moab's mightiest warriors. Another time, he chased a lion down in a pit. Then, despite the snow and the slippery ground, he caught the lion and killed it. Another time, armed with only a club, he killed a great Egyptian warrior who was armed with a spear. Benaiah wrenched the spear from the Egyptian's hand, and he killed him with it. So that's like, you know, that's not a verse that you're just like, man, that's going to stick in my mind. And, uh... We want, after this, we want to kind of stick in your mind um, to maybe change your mentality or encourage you in a way to show faith all the time. Um, obviously, like, if you come face to face with a lion and you defeat it, <laughs> something like that, yeah. So most of us will be that. All the guys in here are probably like, nah, I'm always, I'm like, you know, I'm going to stand my ground. But uh, realistically, like, that's the king of the jungle, like, that, that, like, he, he'll destroy everybody in here, both of them. So, like, what I want to take from this is, like, thriving when opportunity roars, right? So, you know, uh, Benaiah took advantage of his opportunity, right? Nobody, it, it took faith 
for him to defeat the lion, right? The lion, he's in a pit with a lion. You know what I mean? Like the, the chances are very, very, very slim that you get out of. Anybody that gets in a pit with a lion, the odds don't go our way. Um, we're God's warriors, so it, it's important that we want to kind of think like overcoming mentality, overcoming situations that are difficult. And it takes faith. It takes putting faith in God to really kind of, you know, encourage us in a sense to like overcome hard situations. Yeah, and like when, you know, the odds are stacked against us and God is the one that gets you through a situation, like there's no other option than for God to get the glory. And that's kind of, you know, like no guts, no glory, right? Um, When we step out in faith and we step out and, you know, allow the position God's put us in, for that to be where, like, how we overcome it because of what God's done, that's when, you know, he gets the glory for it. And um, he's kind of, in every situation, in every person's life, strategically placing and positioning us in the right place at the right time so that he can be glorified. But I'm sure, benign in that situation, and some of us in our situations, um, we're like, well, it doesn't really feel like the right place at the right time. It kind of feels like the wrong place at the right time or the right place but the wrong time. Um, but you know, when like you're really able to step out in faith and what God can do through you, um, that's when, you know, it's the whole, like we step, we have the guts to step out. God gets the glory. Um, so kind of like another, another situation that we're going to, I'm going to read through. It's, um, Gideon's story that's in judges. There's a portion of it, um, kind of also throughout this book. Um, and so I'm going to just read like a portion of the story in Judges and it kind of has the author's um, input a little bit. So I'll read through that portion. In Judges 7, um, Gideon's like preparing for army or he's preparing his army for battle. So Gideon's army of 32,000 men is vastly outnumbered by the Midianites. They're already underdogs and the Lord gives a counterintuitive command. You have too many men for me to deliver Midian into, your, into their hands. So Gideon's like, what? Like, this is God, God's got to be wrong on this, right? He said too many, but I think he really mean, meant to say too few. But God tells Gideon to discharge anyone who is afraid, and Gideon loses two-thirds of his army. Now he's down to 10,000 men, and the odds makers adjust the point spread. Then the Lord says it again. There are still too many men. Gideon wants God to call for a draft, but God devises a test to get rid of even more of the foot soldiers. Gideon's army goes to get a drink of water, and God tells him to dismiss the men who knelt down to drink. That leaves Gideon with an army of 300 men. The odds had to be a million to one at this point, but it gets even better. God tells Gideon to attack the Midianites, get this, with trumpets and jars. That's what they're going to war with, trumpets and jars. So you know Gideon's guy like, you've got to be kidding me. What kind of battle plan is that, right? And then the kicker is that Israel wins. And so you got to you know, be thinking, and what Andre's going to expand on is, why does God do it that way? So, like, Gideon had a great army, 32,000 men, all right? And God's telling them, hey, I want you to cut your army down by two-thirds. No general in the world will say, hey, cut your army, okay? And Gideon was like, hey, like, what? God, like why? Why? But Gideon was like, okay, I'm going to be faithful in God. I'm going to put it in his hands. And then he comes back and said, okay, I cut my army down to 10,000 men. And God said, that's not enough. That's too many men. 
So again, right, as you saw the kneeling, uh, when they kneel and drink out of the water, basically all those men were scared. They were in fear. They weren't prepared for war. All right? And then Gideon ends up saying, okay, I'm going to cut it down. It's going to be 300 men. Okay? And they go to war with virtually nothing. I mean, basically hands, some candlesticks, and they win the war. So the, the thing, God, we want to see here is that God, we put, when we put faith completely in God's hands, all right, and not men's hands, good results happen. And so what I mean by that is if he kept the army at 10,000 or 32,000, then God would have got some of the glory, not all the glory. So we always want to put any situation, we want to give God all the glory in everything we do, whether it's just walking to class, being a strength coach, being an athlete, all right? Give God all the glory in everything we do. Lion chasers, they thrive because they know that impossible odds set the uh, stage for amazing miracles. And God wants us to be ready for our opportunities. It's a matter of, let me get back on track here. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. So, like even when you're the underdog, right? Like in your... It doesn't feel like you're set up for success or set up for the for the win. That spiritual maturity of like seizing, seeing and seizing the God ordained opportunities, and then like when it doesn't look like it's set up for you to be successful, like that's when God gets all the glory. And so that's why a lot of times, like we are in those underdog situations, um, and we are put it, to be able to put it into perspective. And success is making the most of every opportunity. God gives us gifts. He gives us ability. So. You, it, it's a matter of what we're going to do with those gifts that he gives us. Yeah, and to not, like, ri- don't, like, write off the opportunities because of fear or, like, being scared or, you know, the odds being stacked against you. Um, and it's important to think of every opportunity as God's gift to you, right? God's giving us gifts daily, right? It's about, for us, it's about are we taking advantage of those opportunities and using it to God's glory, So, hey, it's important to know, like, sometimes it's hard to see the final outcome, right? But God is always working behind the scenes, engineering our circumstances, and setting, up, setting us up for success. Like, God's got a way of, like, figuring things out. Like, I was talking, to Ty, I was talking to Ty Youngblood before, like, that's a pure God thing. Like, his situation that he's been going through with his family, I don't mean to put you on the spot, Ty, but... He's going he's gonna to use that to God's glory. And it's important when you get in a situation where you get to show God's glory and give God the glory, that you give those gifts to others. Because like the reality of it is, is nothing is too big for God, right? Absolutely. Nothing's too difficult for him. Nothing's too hard for him. Um, oh, yeah, the cute little lion. <laughs> so, obviously. That's how small our lion can become. When we grow, God gets bigger and our lion gets smaller, right? And that's the thing when we, when we think about those lions, like everybody's got a different lion here, right? Um, and what I mean by that is like for some of us, it may be anxiety. For some of us, it may be stress. For some of us, wh- whatever that situation may be. But sometimes we feel like that lion's really big. And, you know, and, and here's the straightforward answer is like, those lions are too big for us. 
But with God, those lions aren't that big. They're a little cub. They're a little baby. And Coach Kate wanted to put that great picture up. So she was, that was the most proud Coach Kate was. But on a serious note, is like, there's nothing to, when you have faith in God, there's nothing too big for you. There's nothing too big for you at all. Um, so. So adversity. So Coach Bernardi <laughs> couldn't get up here and speak to people. And football guys know this, like the back of their hand. He will not let a day go by where he does not talk to you guys about overcoming adversity. And here's the thing. is like, when we, when we see adversity, like. <laughs> am I right? They're like, true, but true, right? true. <laughs> um, but, on a, you know. On a serious note, obviously, everybody goes through adversity, but God wants to see every adversity as opportunity. And God wants, it to, wants us to use that to his glory. Um, and I just, you know, when you think about injuries in sports, like athletes, you think about that adversity you go through. But really, like, that's God using you. You know what I mean? And I say this to recruits all the time. Like, if you hurt your left leg, we're going to work your right leg, your right arm, your left arm. It's, it's an opportunity. You've got to look at it as an opportunity to make other areas of your life better, but also make those people around you better and use that adversity for God's glory. Um, often, it's a blessing in disguise. And, and you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to see that. You know, when things are tough, they're hard. Sometimes it's hard to see those things Especially as a blessing. Of it. But... Honestly, God wants us to see a healthy dose of adversity. So each challenge that Benaiah faced, it increased his capacity and fueled his confidence. So going back to Benaiah and that story is like, dude, everything's against you. You know what I mean? And this book is, you know, it's really good. It's, it's in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. And basically, I recommend it to anybody. And y'all tell you, like, reading, for me, changed my life. Like, I didn't read in college. Like, and I'll be honest, like, hey, like, I, and, and like, FIFA, like, I was on it, okay? But, like, y'all, like, make time, make time to better yourself and read because there's so many books that, you know, whether it be leadership or, and, and I like this because it talks about the Bible constantly in there, constantly. And, you know, it really shows you and, you know, in the Bible and gives you direct, you know, Things that happened in those days that adversity, constant adversity, but how God kind of helped, you know, help his followers get through it. But know the people of God, they use the most, uh, God uses the people that go through adversity the most. And the reason is because God knows you can handle it. And he knows that if you're faithful, that you'll use it to his glory. So, you know, I thought about Ty Youngblood. I know he's going to use his dad being in a certain situation, you know, fighting, fighting his battle, fighting his battle, but everybody praying for him and being faithful, you know, he's going to overcome it. But Ty's going to, there's going to be somebody that goes through that situation in Ty's life. I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to happen. And he's going to be prepared for it because God already prepared from that battle. Um, because God will, like, use our circumstances and situations, sometimes our pain, for someone else's gain, right? It's for someone else that you can, like, bless someone else for how, like, God has used you and used your situation. Um, and what we want you to think about is, like, yeah. what pit have you fallen into? 
what adversity are you going through today? You know, I know being a bunch of athletes, we got injuries. That's one thing that always, sometimes it's hard to really stay the course because you're like, why God? Why? Why? Why, why is my knee? Why did I'm doing everything I'm supposed to? Okay. Your job is to be faithful. Your job is to be faithful in the process and, and really just give God the glory in everything you do and show faith and he'll reveal those things. But I guarantee you, and I'm not saying this because, like, obviously, as humans, we're going to be, oh, you'll bounce back. No, like, God in Scripture talks about the bounce back. He talks about the bounce back all the time and overcoming adversity. Okay, he doesn't say it like that, the bounce back. But, you know, um, so a couple of things. Fun bounce back verse. <laughs> There's something in there. <laughs> um, so the thing we want you to leave with is some thoughts, okay? Um, some, some points that we just really want as, as believers that we need to think about. And, you know, the football guys especially know I always say, look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. This is one of those things. Hey, look in the mirror, right? We should stop asking God to get us out of difficult circumstances and ask God what he wants us to get out of these circumstances. You know what I mean? That's deep. Like, to me, that's super deep because not all, a lot of times when we pray, it's like, hey, and, and y'all, it's okay to pray. Keep my family safe. You know, give us blessings. Give, you know, whatever that may be. Give us that, you know, that job when I get out of college. Give us that championship. But God wants, and, and the difficult circumstances, God's like behind the scenes, y'all. He's working something. But your job is to be faithful and prayerful and ask him, hey, what do you want us to get out of these circumstances? And I want to encourage a lot of us, especially those like everybody's got a different battle. I'm using the athletes as an example because injuries happen all the time. It happens all the time, right? This one was deep for me. Prayer is less about changing our circumstances and more about changing our perspective. Hey, what's, what's, our, what's your perspective in, that prayer, in your prayer life? You know what I mean? And again, it's okay to pray for certain things, but it, 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 like we want to see what God's trying to show us all the time, obviously. But it's important to like ask God for things in certain ways. Um, worship is forgetting about what's wrong with you and remembering about what's right with God. Um, and hey, y'all, like, hey, that was great singing, praising God. It talked about faith in that first uh, song. It was great. Y'all did a great job. But y'all, it's about living it. I know at, at New Spring, they're talking about living an everyday life in the light of God. You know what I mean? Living an everyday life. What does that mean? What does that mean? I know for me, like, I'm not a cusser. Like, that's something I'll never cuss out any player. Like, I know, like, if I'm going to live in God's glory, like, I don't need to go about my business and cuss in front to my athletes. Like, that's unacceptable. That's one thing in my mind I don't ever need to do. You know what I mean? So what, what, are, those, what are those things that you do daily? Like, how you go about, like, you know, I said this today to the football guys. Like, what, what are you going to do when no one's watching? Like, I'm not talking about just, like, the workout side, like, and the becoming a better athlete, but, like, how are you going about your day? Like, hey, somebody's always watching. God is always watching. 
Like, you know what I mean? God is always watching. And not like in a threatening way. And not a threatening way, but like, yeah. you know, <laughs> hey, God's going to up down you when you get to heaven. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, y'all, y'all better be careful, I'm telling you. Um, but like, hey, like, we want to live every day that honors and gives God glory. So, um, and then last thing, hey, God wants us to learn to see those bad experiences through the good we've gained from them, right? Bad experiences, like, you know what I mean? And I see some in, like, Kendall had that quad injury. Like, how are you going to use that, you know, in the future to honor God? Or And there's a bunch. We have some knee injuries and all that, like, and, and that's the example of an athlete you hear. But there's going to be some other adversities. And I know, like, our adversity that we're going through is a, it's a constant battle. But I know, like, we've grown together and honoring glory and and honoring God and glorifying him in everything we do. And when God's ready to bless us, we're going to be ready. But it's us having faith and growing closer to him before anything else. That's right. Um, So we'll finish off. Oh, it's very yellow. Um, With the Lion Chaser Manifesto, which maybe some of you guys have, like, seen this before, but... Um, super good and kind of like encapsulates everything that uh, we talked about. So I'm going to read it looking this way off my paper, but y'all can read it there. Um, Quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. Run to the roar. Set God-sized goals. Pursue God-given passions. Go after a dream that is destined to fail without divine intervention. Stop pointing out problems. Become part of the solution. Stop repeating the past. Start creating the future. Face your fears. Fight for your dreams. Grab opportunity by the mane and don't let it go. Live like today is the first day and the last day of your life. Burn sinful bridges. Blaze new trails. Live for the applause of of nail-scarred hands. Don't let what's wrong with you keep you from worshiping what's right with God. Dare to fail. Dare to be different. Quit holding out. Quit holding back. And quit running away. Chase the line. And so, like, we want to encourage y'all to be lion chasers, but, like, put it in God's hand. Like, give God faith. Like, when something, you, you know, that is too big for you to handle, give it to God and, and open up to God about it. And don't worry. Like, he's finding a way. He's finding a way to work it out. And he's going to show you that way. So, but it's important that you give it to him completely. You can't be like, hey, I'm going to pray about it today and then forget. No, like, you got to give, you got to be faithful. And that means, like, your worries, like, worrying. Like, as Christians, like, and I know, like, okay, they'll tell you, I worry about some stuff. But she's like, dude, like, chill. <laughs> like, you're good. Like, hey, and, and, and sometimes, like, and you all learn one day when you have, like, this is my accountability partner. Like, number one, like, sometimes as a man, like, you need to hear that. And, and it's okay. And you need to be okay with that. But sometimes it's like, okay, if I'm going to be about it, if I'm going to be faithful all the time, I need to be faithful all the time. So whatever situation y'all have, I want to encourage you, whether it be, you know, anxiety, stress, family situations, somebody going through some health issues, hey, give it to God. Be faithful in God. All right, honor God. Be prayerful about it. Grow in Him. But hand it to Him. Hand it over. Don't, don't, hey, don't go back and say, hey, I need, I need to fight with this whole army. 
You know what I mean? You need to go, hey, those 300 shoulders, soldiers, that's all it took to defeat a whole army. So just remember that. You need to pray for us. Yeah, I'll pray for us. And then if anybody wants to talk after, we'll be around. Uh, thanks for having us. We do appreciate every one of y'all. And I'll pray real quick. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for these athletes, these students. Thank you for them making time to come and honor you at FCA on a night when they could be studying or doing something else. Um, we, we are very thankful for these athletes. Uh, Lord, help Kate and I serve them to the best of our ability. Um, help those athletes be lion chasers. Help whatever situation that they're going through, help them give it to you. Help them have faith in you. Help them honor you. Help them turn to you. It's in your name we pray, amen. Amen.